Welcome. This is ActiveSpirituality.life. It is a weekly forecast program with astrology and a guided meditation activation to help you make the most of your week. It's run by Pamela Cuccinell, that's me, the astrologer, and Susie Mazzoli, Master Healer. We invite you to find out more about our individual work, Susie Mazzoli, susiemazzoli-healer.com, or insightoasis.com for astrology. You can also find both of us at activespirituality.life, and we look forward to your joining us every week. Please share with your friends. Here we go. Hi, everyone. Welcome to week 43 of this year, 2022. Pam's going to let us know all about the week starting Monday, the 24th of October. And then I'll be back with our meditation. Monday, the 24th of October begins with a moon in the sign of Libra. And what's happening here is we are in the dark of moon period, which is before the new moon happening on Tuesday. But this has to be qualified, and you're going to hear me talking a lot about the eclipse that happens tomorrow. And that's because <clears throat> this eclipse is the second to last of 2022. The last one happening November 8th, which is the United States Election Day. So how we cope with, deal, process, energy, emotions, physicality over the next <clears throat> couple of weeks with this new moon that begins tomorrow has so much to do with what is going to happen either gracefully or not so gracefully with the growing pains and transitions that happen in the United States, regardless of what country you live in. So, Dark of Moon on the 24th, Monday, Libra Moon. It is energetically a Libra Moon, Air Moon, Cardinal Moon, invites in dialogue. It's new ways of speaking. How do we have conversations? How do we how do we mediate? How do we go through the diplomatic overtures that are necessary to coalesce or harmonize or at least come to some sort of resolution ideally? And keep in mind that the, the best warriors are peacemakers. You know, their, their goal, their end game is to get to a point of resolution. And as long as one is just creating more war, you're not achieving the goal. <laughs> so it all depends what your focus is or what your desire is to achieve or make happen. So on the 24th, it is an absolutely wonderful day to invite in the things that maybe are not so easy to process. And certainly for many of us, that will be um, dialogues, conversations with people at work, people we live with, um, people who 
maybe have passed on that it's important for us to process and find a sense of closure, resolution with. The, be the beautiful part about Dark of Moon period is that it is all about moving into the new cycle. And so in order to do that, we have to compost old ideas, uh, old ways of being, routines that no longer fit anymore, the project that's been gathering dust on your shelf that you really are not going to get to in the next new moon cycle, um, the things that maybe you need to purge or toss or find a new home for. <laughs> and so it's a perfect time to be wrestling with whatever inner demons might be holding you back from making that really happen. Because as we go into this next new moon, solar eclipse, it is really, really helpful to be clear, as clear as you can be. Because for some of us, especially those who have a... Um, a point in your horoscope that's two degrees fixed, so that's Leo, Scorpio, Aquarius, or Taurus, but especially Scorpio, because the eclipse will be a two degree Scorpio. It's really important to be as open-eyed as possible. So how we do that is we brush off the cobwebs. It's dark of moon is like, oh man, you know, I'm I'm in this dream state and I need to wake up, but I'll be in a much clearer head if I'm able to process or at least kind of put the dreams or whatever information came in in my sleep, kind of out of my way. And so we do that consciously, either, yes, when you wake up in the morning or with whatever's in your space that's haunting you or tugging at you and you want to make it conscious. So this particular dark of moon is, those of you who have listened or read me for years know it's my personally favorite time because I always see the dark of moon as being Hecate's time, the goddess who was the midwife of birth and death. And very powerful goddess energy, but what this is about is it's about going through the portal. Like, And when you move through the portal, you must discard something that you cannot take with you into the next entree. So that's what we're all doing, whether we're aware of it or not. And it's especially powerful because at 8.36 p.m. Eastern Time, the moon is in uh, tug-of-war energy with Pluto. So that's why this day may feel like, as I said earlier, battling demons. But when we face them, or at least have a willingness to deal with it, we're going to go into this next cycle with so much power. So, talking about the big thing, 
the 25th of uh, October. And these times I give you are Eastern time, so you need to adjust depending on where you live. The new moon solar eclipse occurs exactly at 6.49 a.m. Eastern time. Now, eclipses, especially these cyclical eclipses, this is part of an eclipse cycle that historically speaks about uh, being forceful and taking power. And it can feel kind of manic and obsessive. And that's why it's really important, as I said earlier, to come to terms with whatever, you know, if something bothers you or if you've kept it, you know, haven't dealt with it, then it needs to be embraced and really look at, especially anything that has to do with relationship. And it eclipses often if we're personally affected, especially, but for some of us, maybe not. So that means an angle or a, a planet, especially a personal planet, that is around that zero degrees fix that I talked about. So that could be a sudden event. Uh, it can be something relationship-oriented, and it can also have to do with something that is uh, financial or a possession because Scorpio often has to do with anything that we're greatly attached to and in the mundane world in which we live many times we're atta uh, attached to stuff uh, so that can come up the beauty of this particular eclipse to me is that for those of us who are willing to come to terms with it is we can really recognize and stand in the truth and force of our power. But we don't want to do that in a uh, abusive, abrasive, uh, you know, over-the-top way, because that will not get us to the place of resolution that then puts us in the, the, the foundation of peace, which... When new moons are energetically about, okay, what can I do over the next couple of weeks that can accomplish and kind of get it out of my way? What do I revisit, start again? Uh, what do I continue to put more energy into that's maybe a long-range project? And hello, the longest-range project all of us do is the story of our lives. So... With this new moon in Scorpio at early degree, it's basically saying, where are you in that story? How is it going for you? Are you living it with passion and truth? And because it's a second to last eclipse of the season, I mean, the this year, 2022, and because this is such a pivotal year, and yes, you think you've been <laughs> you've been talking about that for years now, but that's because we chose to come in at this time where the planetary energy is such about transition and change. So, if consciously you didn't sign up for it, you signed up for it. So, embrace it, take it, go with it, ride it, because this is your life. 
And the thing I really love about this solar eclipse, even though it's, it's yeah, it's going to be a bit of a ride, and I certainly know it is in my household, but it's because it's so much about being able to coalesce that energy. So don't be afraid of it. Take it on. So the 26th Wednesday, uh, the high opportunity time of the day to really ride this new moon uh, takes place as of mm, about a little before noon Eastern time through um, pretty much almost midnight. And so what that gives us is it gives us a lovely ability to take whatever we kind of were coming to terms with gestating on Tuesday and really start to move with it. Have those conversations. Uh, reach out for that, that ring you want to grab in your hand. Go for the things that are really going to make a difference in your life so that you feel as though you are embracing your full potential. For some of us, yes, it may absolutely happen in October or early November. For others, it may be, okay, I feel the shift and it's still going to take me some time, perhaps years, to achieve or get what I want to do. But when we feel that, um, that boost, it's so delicious. And so sink into it. And some of you may think after hearing this recording and living your, your life, wow, those were, this was a challenging week for me and I certainly don't feel empowered. But that's the peace when we're in Scorpio Plutonic energy. It's the processing it's the riding the wave, feeling like, oh, I'm just totally, totally enervated. And then how you feel afterwards, what starts to come in. That's what we're going for. So, and these days, the, the Tuesday and Wednesday, the more, the more comfortable you are with living intensely, living deeply, listening well, um, not, you know, not turning away from things that are challenging, the more you're going to feel the, um, the fast forward of moving into what comes next. So the 27th, the moon goes void, of course, at 12.27 a.m. So that's, you know, just in the early part of the official October 27th Eastern time. And then the moon enters Sagittarius at 7.55 a.m. So that's a void of almost seven hours. And a lot of us uh, who live on the East Coast may be sleeping through it, so... It's a perfect way always to use the void, of course, moon. But at 6.55 a.m., once the moon is in the sign of Sagittarius, very different energetically than what happened with the eclipse, but it's many of us may feel this like power surge or boost 
because that moon is working beautifully with where Jupiter is positioned now in Aries, even though it's retrograde. So I think the the piece to keep in mind, if you get that sudden oh, impulse, oh, I'm going to do this, or I'm reacting to that, keep in mind, depending on what it is you you feel that thrust about, that the Jupiter is retrograde. So it's, you know, and so far as investments or putting a lot of money down for something, I would say, unless you know your own chart very well, it's that might work if there's something that you may have bought. Now it comes back with another offer and it may feel to you like this is the time for go to go with it. The thing about Jupiter retrograde is that traditional wisdom says it's not great for starting a new business, launching a product, um, putting a big chunk of money down for something. But other factors do come into play. So for some people, it can work. You know, I'm opening a store that repurposes clothes or, or whatever it might do. So that might work. On uh, Thursday, oh, right. The other thing that is happening, but uh, depending on where you are on the earth, it doesn't really happen until the next day. But what's happening is that Jupiter, I'm just looking at my notes here. Yeah, Jupiter slips back into Pisces. So in its retrograde state, it now is moving back into the sign of Pisces. And so it will revisit, those of us who have anything late degree Pisces or mutable, it will revisit that before it then backtracks and heads back into Aries for good. And let me just see, I'm checking something else. Right, so on Friday the 28th, Jupiter goes back into Pisces, 1.10 a.m., very nice for dreaming, and it is moving in a way that does show the does show that we are revisiting whatever those of us who I might have said or talked to your astrologer know the work about Jupiter in Pisces, especially any mutable action you're having, there's going to be a little massage about what was the lesson, did you get it, um, where are we going, and so that occurs over the next period of time. But the moon and Sag, uh, once, you know, depending on where you are, your dream state or whatever, the, the main piece about this day to mention is that just be aware if anything's too big, spread too thin. Sag moon is always so much fun because we are, we're exuberant. Well, it depends on your sign, I guess. Maybe if you don't really like exuberance or people saying, let's go here, or what do you think about that, or let's explore this. Maybe you find it a little over the top, but this particular 
couple of days is going to feel as though there's a lot of push about, oh, I can go there. I can fit that in. That can happen. Nah, because Mars is going to go retrograde in a couple of days. So we're already feeling that delay action. Things are not moving as forward as we may like. So just don't overdo would be my advice or, or, or you're going to be perhaps somewhat disappointed on Friday the 28th into Saturday. Now, Saturday at 9.21 a.m., the moon enters Capricorn. It doesn't go void until 9.10 a.m. in Sag, so that's a very short void, of course. And once it's in Capricorn, the good news is that we are a lot more focused. So all the if if there was a lot of scattered energy for you the past couple of days, whew, it all comes down and it all says, okay, this is how we fit in what we want to fit in and make happen what we want to have make happen because that's really good. Because as I said on Sunday, Mars goes retrograde at 9:26 a.m. And the Mars retrograde is, it's kind of a big story. So, um, yeah, I, I will probably post another podcast specifically about Mars retrograde. So have a good week. Know that you can make it all happen. And if you find yourself in scattered energy because you're very airy or fiery, uh, Saturday the 29th and Sunday or the 30th are the days when listen to someone more grounded or you yourself may feel activated in that capacity to know what's possible and cool your jets about things that just are not going to happen as fast as you may like. But with Mars retrograde, they will happen, but only if you make sure there's fuel in the car and uh, that it's sound. And now I turn it over to Susie. Okay, I invite everyone now just to take 10 minutes, just to take a little moment of pause and contemplation. And as we do this, just feel yourself settling, be aware of your energies, be aware of the self. And as you take a few deeper breaths, just start to examine the self, the I, the me. And of course, we can't actually find that I or me. We might identify with the body or identify with our mind or identify with our experiences. But can we be encapsulated? here in this being, in this body, perhaps you feel that this is all you, everything that is contained here. Perhaps you feel that you are beginningless and endless or that you are not completely contained within this body and have a beginning and an end. 
So just notice, what is this being? Who is this I that is now in this meditation, in this contemplation, in this analytical meditation? Just get a little, a little sense of the self. And then as we do that, just ask yourself now where you are in your life, at what stage you're at, what age you're at, where you are in your mind, where you are in your emotions. Notice what energies you seem to attract or want to be around. Notice your habits. Notice the types of conditions, the types of situations that you find yourself in. Oh, this always happens to me, or I'm always really lucky, or my life is so boring, or my life is so busy, I never have time. Just notice the conditions and the situations that you're in and the people, the people around you. Are you really excited to have all of these people around you? Do you find that, that you're judgmental or complaining about the people? So just do like a little, a little general look, a little general sweep to just ascertain so much of the time we're caught up in just being ourselves and being alive, caught up in the day-to-day that we don't actually just step back a little bit and look at the forest. What sort of forest am I in? What sort of tree am I? How am I growing? How am I not growing? Who's impeding my growth? How am I impeding my growth? Who's nurturing the soil? Who's opening the sunlight? Who's watering us? Just notice. How much of it do you see outside of yourself? And how much of it do you see inside yourself? And sometimes when we do this, it's like putting all of your clothes away in your shelves or your wardrobe and you just notice, like, when was the last time I bought some new clothes or when was the last time I purged some of my clothes or am I still wearing my T-shirts from the 1970s and they look fabulous? So just notice what is there, what is serving you, what is beneficial to you. Are you ready to change in any way? Can you change anything at all? And as you're doing that, also just notice what you're carrying. What is my baggage? What are all of the things that I Keep carrying every single day when I wake up to an open day, to a fresh day, to a new day. What is it that I keep carrying? What extra baggage? What extra weight? What extra thoughts? What are the stories that we keep repeating again and again and again? And then just notice too, who am I carrying? Who else do I feel? responsible for 
who else am I trying to fix or look after or walk around on eggshells or try and help them because they don't feel well or try and help them because their view of the world is not very optimistic. Notice how much of these other people you might be carrying, caring for yourself. Just take a deeper breath and have a look. And just for a moment, be aware that sometimes we do have to make change. Sometimes we do have to be very strong. One might even say ruthless. We might have to be quite drastic, like stopping smoking or stopping drinking alcohol or stopping that relationship because it's really not working for you. Stopping that job because it's not happening as you would like it. So just recognize where can I really step in now and make changes because the decisions that we make every single day, the decisions that we make to do this or to do that, the actions that we take, even the very thoughts we are thinking are creating the energetic lattice or the energetic matrix upon which our world the next day, in the next moment, in the future is built because everything comes from our mind. Everything comes from our actions, from our thoughts, from our feelings. We are constantly creating the future moment. As we create the future moment, let us create it now with harmony, with peace, allowing for transformation, allowing for ourselves to change, not being attached to this is me and this is who I am and this is what I will always be and these are my stories and nothing's changing that. Yes, we can change it. We can bring unconditional love, unconditional creativity, unconditional sweetness and joy, and at the same time, complete clarity, absolute clearness of mind into our day and allow these aspects to create our future. These aspects to intensify in our lives as we allow the transformation of those things that no longer are beneficial to us or to our world. It takes courage. It takes action. As we slowly peel back our grasping fingers from the attachment and allow ourselves to change and allow ourselves to understand that this world that we live in is impermanent, 
that we are impermanent, but that this being, this mind, can be crystal clear, can be ever-present, and can be filled, 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 filled in that unlimitless nature that we know, can be filled with unconditional love. Feel that kindness in yourself. And as we move through these times of tremendous transformation, as we move through these times of great change and great diversity, as we can see it is the age of difficult transformation, allow our mind to be luminous. Keep turning back inside. Allow that introspection to be the key so that we can know ourselves first before we move forward. To know ourselves, to understand ourselves on the very deepest level of that diamond within. As we take a deep breath, feeling clarity of mind, feeling ourselves grounded, and feeling ourselves full of compassion, gently opening our eyes and bringing all of this to the world around us. Love now, everyone, world peace, and we will see you next week. Thank you so much, Pam. Thanks, everyone. You have been listening to Susie Mazzoli and Pamela Cuccinell of activespirituality.life. If you've enjoyed this program, consider a donation. You can find the link for that, activespirituality.life. Regardless, we look forward to having you join us again for next week's podcast. Please share and have a great week.